All right, before we even get into this thing, I have to get something out of my brain that's been rattling around in there throughout this entire season. And that is this crazy six degrees of separation meta connection with the actors in this season. I might be reaching on this, but hear me out. Mahershala Ali, who was incredible in this series. In fact, it was the first thing I've ever seen him in, and I'm pumped to see more of his work, especially this thing I'm about to talk about right now. So, Mahershala Ali is set to play Blade in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the near future. And I cannot wait to see his portrayal. But, but the crazy connection here is that his co-star in this series, Stephen Dorff, played a villainous vampire in the original Blade film in 1998 with Wesley Snipes. Now, this is where I might be reaching, but I couldn't help but notice a resemblance between Stephen Dorff, especially in this series, and Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. As you all know, Kiefer Sutherland played an evil vampire in The Lost Boys. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Look, it's all connected, man. It's all connected. (laughs) Maybe not. Anyway, I I just had to get that out because I could not stop thinking about the strange blade vampire connections between the two. And and I'm, I'm sure I could find some other insane connection where Corey Feldman guest starred on an episode of 24, but I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, We need to get on with this season three review. Season three was definitely a return to form. It went straight back to the playbook from season one, which everyone adored. And it kept most of the same tropes that they used. Two detectives working as partners and a story that takes place over a span of decades. And that multiple decade story from season one was one of my favorite aspects. And it works just as well in season three. I think this season was absolutely fantastic. Probably not as good as season one, but I think it edges out season two because it was a much more direct story and there weren't as many characters and stories and backgrounds to follow. The acting, once again, was incredible. Mahershala Ali impressed the hell out of me. Um, Like I said, it's the first thing I've seen him in and I cannot wait to see his portrayal of Blade in the MCU. Uh, but just as impressive was the performance by Steven Dorff. I actually wasn't that fond of Steven Dorff, uh, his character at least, in, in Blade. And, and honestly, that's the only thing I really knew him from. I know he's a, a storied, you know, uh, famous actor. I know he's been an accomplished actor. Um, but in this series... This, this man showed that he has some serious acting chops. I thought they were both incredibly deep, you know, morally gray characters, uh, which are always my favorite type, right? Not great guys by any stretch of the imagination. They all have their flaws um, and some deep flaws, but far better than the villains they're trying to take down. I especially loved how their friendship evolved through the years, uh, much like season one did with those characters. I love that it took place in an even larger span of years uh, so that so that by the end of the series, they're old men 
And, you know, one of them is dealing with Alzheimer's or dementia. You know, he's losing his memory. And that especially got to me. Like, that is one of my biggest fears in life, is losing my mind. Like, getting older and being lost in my own memories or, or not being able to remember my own life, that terrifies me. And they did such a great job of showing it in the series. You know, they would have moments, like, from his past bleed into the present uh, and where he thought he was back in a specific memory, uh, but he was actually still here in present day, very confused. Um you know, it made it also it made uh, him trying to finally solve this forty-year-old case nearly impossible, right? He kept having these spells where he didn't know where he was at or how he got there, or what he was doing. Uh, anyway, it, it was a fantastic story, and so was the love story between Hayes and his wife. I mean, we get basically the story of their lives throughout the season as well, and. I just thought it was so deep. It was so real, you know, the way they dealt with so much resentment and difficulty throughout their marriage, throughout their relationship, and they still ended up sticking it out. It's inspiring, you know, and it read as very realistic. I thought the ending was pretty good. Uh, sometimes when a story is this dark, I'm a little bit disappointed by everything being sewn up nicely and, and you know, having a happy ending. Uh, it just doesn't lend itself to realism to me, but it's basically what happens at the end. You know, I was kind of hoping for a, a little more ominous ending, but all in all, things worked out okay. I mean, definitely a ton of lives were ruined and a lot of people died along the way. And that was seems like kind of meaningless in the end. So I guess, I mean, I guess that is kind of dark in a sense, right? Uh, if nothing else, it's realistic. Everything comes out in the wash, but nothing comes out squeaky clean you know nothing comes out as fresh as the day you bought it and so they end up solving the case in the end but you still had so much turmoil and so much death along the way because of the events that took place as i said uh i thought the story was fantastic um i i you know i it's a lot of people didn't like season two um but i really enjoyed that so I, I won't say, oh, they, they, they got it back on track, you know. I thought the entire series was pretty excellent. Season 2 was definitely a departure and a very different type of story. But I appreciated it. Because if, if all three stories were almost exactly the same, you know, two detectives, long timeline, you know, I don't think I would have enjoyed the series overall as much as I did. Anyway, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, let me know in the comments below what you thought of this series. Uh, if you're listening in podcast form, you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at RealBrettScott and chat with me over there about it. You know, if you enjoy entertainment and pop culture as much as I do, then please subscribe to the channel or favorite or follow Daily BS Podcast. And if you do decide to stick around and subscribe, favorite or follow, then I will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs>